that's a growler. Do you feel like you took a wrong turn in life? Welcome to Morrow's Motivations, where we talk with people who educate, motivate, and captivate you with inspirational stories. Here's Dontrell. Thank you. I'm happy to introduce our next guest, Mr. Caleb Lemming. Caleb is a reporter for the Daily Universe, a sports production assistant for BYU TV, a broadcast network intern for the Washington Redskins, whose name is up for change at this moment, the host of Flem and Limb Sports Podcast. He's a self-described overall sports fan, and he is going to talk to us a lot today about his experiences and how he has not allowed the challenges of COVID-19 to upend his dreams and goals for what he would like to do. Without further ado, here's Caleb Lemming. Caleb, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Uh, just got home and it's been a good day and I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm enjoying it. Well, that's wonderful. And thank you again. I know you, you have a pretty busy schedule and just getting home from the daily grind and, and coming into a podcast interview takes merit, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here. And I'm glad to be able to give you the opportunity just to kind of share your story. Obviously, it's an uplifting story for me just about how when you're working hard towards something and you just don't ever give up the hope that somehow it's going to happen and you'll be where you want to be. It's just amazing just that you have to give yourself that self-motivation to keep going sometimes in life. And so you've been a good example of that and of really working towards your personal goals and dreams. So I want you to just kind of just start off talking a little bit about yourself and about what your interest has been as far as wanting to do for your career. Yeah. I mean, what I do now is uh, I work in sports media and I've worked for BYU, the university, and then also right now I'm interning with the Washington Redskins in the National Football League. Basically, I mean, sports has always been a huge part of my life. I remember the first time I asked my dad what channel ESPN was on so that I could go watch whatever sporting news or whatever game was on, and I just kind of stuck from there. I mean, I, I love all sports, and I love what sports can do to a person and a community, and and how it's really is bigger than the game. And so that's just always been the interest. And then when I got to college, I took a class, a communications class, and figured out that that's what I want to do pretty much my first semester of one of the first classes I took. And I just decided I would just want to do sports. And I put my mind to it and um, had a passion for it that I've had all my life. I think that's important. And just kind of put my head down and went to work. You know, that's awesome. For myself, it was kind of a little... I had like a little similar interesting like fact about myself because I also did communications in college. And I knew for me, one of the things I liked was being able to connect with people and tell their stories, obviously, because <laughs> that's the, the, the best thing about doing this podcast that I love is being able to do that. For you, you said, you know, you were a little kid and you kind of got the idea that you loved sports. So like, how old were you? roughly when that occurrence came to you that that's what you liked probably nine or ten um i mean i remember it to this day i was living in wisconsin and uh what happened was uh my dad liked sports and that's probably how it happens with 
with most people is is they have a dad or a family member who enjoys it. And so my dad likes sports. We just moved to Janesville, Wisconsin, and I wanted to, I didn't really have any friends, so I wanted to connect more with my dad. And so I just went up to him one day and I said, hey, what channel is, is ESPN? And he said, channel 32. So we went right in the house and got a snack and started watching. And I couldn't tell you what I watched or what show or who or whatever was going on. But, but uh, so I was probably nine or 10. And then it just stuck with me. I watched games and I watched television and any, it didn't, didn't matter what sport or what team or what show. I just, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with what the game can do for someone from a young age. And, and yeah, so I was probably nine or 10, just a little kid. And it just stuck with me just ever since. That's awesome. So I guess as you were going through and you were obviously looking into what you wanted to do for your college uh, classes and college career, what would you say were some personal examples that navigated you down to the path of a sports career? Like, what did you learn about yourself, I guess, in the academia world? Um, That's a good question. The answer is... uh well, and I'll just say that. Let me explain it before anyone really reacts. Uh, I noticed that I didn't care about a lot. And what I mean by that is, while every, I believe every subject and every course you can take can have some value, I didn't I didn't care for the general education courses. In high school, I I didn't like math. I really didn't like science. History was okay. Like, I just didn't, I didn't care for some of the traditional things. I never got into the business. I just, uh, I found out that there were a few things that I were passionate about. But what I was passionate about, I was able to hone in on. And so one of those was sports and sports communications. And so what I learned about academia or, or education or whatever you want to call it is that while there are things that you can learn from anything you study, and, and there are things that I, I value from any course I've taken, there are a few that you can have a passion on. And I think I think that is what I've learned is that the passion that you have for what you do is just as much, is just as important as how smart you are, how educated you are is, is the passion that you have to have. Oh, definitely. And definitely for yourself, I think that when you were going through just the kind of challenging times that coursework and classes can bring each semester, what for you helped click in your mind to help you realize, okay, this is still worth it. Like this is this is tough and adjusting to the different life challenges that comes in college. And of course, you also got married while you were in college and just navigating and intertwining different parts and aspects of your life. How were you able to still hold on to that spark that you found within yourself despite those changes? That's a great question. And I'm glad that you kind of differentiated almost marriage and pre-marriage. So I've been married for three semesters, just over a year now. And not married for four semesters, let's say. So almost almost even, almost half of what my college career has been. And of course, this is my last semester. But before Woo-hoo! I got married, yeah, I know. One month left, just about. Um, <laughs> anyway, before I got married, what kept the spark going or the passion was, was the stories. As a sports broadcaster or sports media member or sports whatever, I'm a storyteller. That's all I am. I'm just trying to tell stories. And so you'd see on SportsCenter or the shows you'd watch or whatever whatever in-game thing, you'd see the miraculous stories of children who, I don't know, have a disease or have something going on with them and an athlete steps up to make their life better or a player's family member passed away and they were able to rebound in this amazing game or the platforms, the stories that you hear from these athletes. And that really made me realize that 
it really is more than a game. And I wanted to tell those stories because to me, it is more than a game. Post-marriage, that spark still stayed with me is, is the passion and, and the more than a game. But also, I was deep enough into my major and I realized I love sports and I love baseball and football and all the things that come with it. But I also love my wife. So, I decided I wanted to, I mean, obviously, I love my wife. But obviously, <laughs> I wanted to find a way to, to join those two things. And it just kind of hit me. When I tell people that I'm in sports broadcasting and sports communications, they kind of are like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you'll see if you make it one day. And whether or not I ever get on TV or if it's just something behind the scenes, I've realized that I'm passionate and hardworking enough because I'm going to support a family with this. And this is a career that I want that I want to make it because I have a wife and eventually children who, who will depend on me to do that. And so it's passion combined with hard work that I really have kind of an end goal, not an end goal, but a, a goal, a bigger goal in mind. And I find it interesting that keeping that focus and keeping that specific goal, I didn't realize that you had like a lot of stuff with naysayers. So how were you able to even tune those negative voices out about, yeah, good luck, man. See if you make that happen kind of thing. Um, <laughs> the answer to that is people are just ignorant. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I tell people I want to be a sports broadcaster, they just think I'm on Monday Night Football or, or doing March Madness or whatever it is. And I'm, I'm the guy, which would be incredible and is certainly a goal I have. But there's so much more to it. There's so much more of a world than being the guy who calls the games. That being said, I would say more than the the negativity I've gotten, the, the biggest thing isn't the, oh, we'll see if you make it. It's the, oh, that's not a hard career. That's not challenging. Yeah. Try try going into accounting or, or I don't know, being a doctor. I something you know. Uh, and what I say to that is, if if you're passionate enough, if you're hardworking enough, then you want to be the best. And that's my goal. Is I, I want to be the best at whatever I do. When I work at BYU TV, I want to be the best student production assistant they've ever had. And so that being the best is challenging. I don't care if you're a brain surgeon or if you're a garbage man. Being the best is hard, and you can you can work to get there if you really want to. Truer words have never been spoken, my <laughs> friend. That's true. It's like you, to be the best, you have to give that 100% focus and dedication to it. And you're right. It doesn't, because you're doing a sports broadcast, and that doesn't mean that your career or that that career in general is any less demanding or important than someone being a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant. And good for you for not letting, you know, someone's viewpoint to try to minimize or diminish your credibility and your feel. Good job for not letting that take your focus away. Thanks. <laughs> well, I guess you mentioned what you've done. And, and I know that looking at your your history, you know, for what you've been able to experience right now in your career working at BYU TV Sports Production as an assistant, being a reporter for the Daily Universe, and now even leading up to your achievement that I know you're still like kind of processing and in awe of because it's it's something that really came as a shock to you. I remember you telling me about it. But I want you to just let me know, like, how did you feel when you realized that those personal goals that you had set for yourself that those were starting to be achieved along with as you entered into some of these other previous roles? Uh, I felt hungry. I felt like I wanted more. I mean, when you get a goal, yeah, that's a great accomplishment and there's room for celebration. And, and But that's not the end. I mean, I had a goal to produce 
at BYU TV and I, I hit that. And so the next, the next thing to do is get hungry or get what, what's the next goal? How can I be the best? What can I do better? And then now that I'm interning with the Washington Redskins, my goal is to be the best. And so I've gotten that internship that I really wanted. And now what? Now it's, it's to carry that internship into a job somewhere or to, Hey, this kid is really good. And so when I, when I accomplish a goal, yes, I celebrate. And I think that's important to, to celebrate and to realize you've done something that that means a lot to you, mm-hmm. but a goal is not the end. A goal is just another step. And so I just set new goals and I want to challenge myself. So what led up to you now being the broadcast network intern for the Redskins? Well, I mean, I worked hard at my job at BYU and I just found it, the internship on, I just needed an internship for a class to graduate. And I found it on a job website and put in my resume and um, a reel, a highlight reel of some of my work and, and they called back and eventually I was offered. And so, I mean, it, it sounds simple, but while it may have been a simple resume and application, the hard work came in the, and my experiences prior for years prior leading up to that. And just as this one will, this is, I mean, it's a stepping stone and whatever my career takes me, it's just always going to be experience after experience and growth after growth. In each of your experiences, where do you see that you yourself have grown the most? Like what surprised you about yourself and what you've learned about yourself in the past few years? I've realized I'm very competitive. I don't like to lose. I mean, that just, I don't want to ever sound, I don't want to sound arrogant on this podcast or anything, but I'm competitive. You're in sports, man. That's that's (laughs) the name of the game, sports, competitive. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm competitive. I, I, I want to be number one. I want to be the best and I want to show that. I want to keep getting better. And so uh, what I learned about myself is that I'm extremely passionate about what I do and that I, that makes me a competitive person. I don't like losing. And that's that's carried over into board games and you know backyard football or baseball or whatever. But going further with that, I'm competitive, but I'm, I'm also realistic. I know I know what I can do. When I started at BYU, I know I wasn't going to be the top dog right away. And uh, like with the Redskins, I'm just an intern right now. And so <clears throat> I've realized how important it is to be competitive and have that fire, but also to know your limits, but also know your potential, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it does. It does. Now, it seems like since you are really goal-oriented and that that's been something that's helped you to continue to climb your ladder in the career field of your choice, how do you personally define success for yourself as Caleb Lemming? Um, That's a great question. The first thing that came to mind would just be accomplishing my goals. I mean, I don't want to use necessarily use a goal as a checkpoint, but I do think that when you're able to say, hey, I actually hit this one and I, I, I did this one successfully, then that, that is a measure of success. I would also say that, and this is a little cliche, but I found that it's true. If you can finish whatever you're doing, your job, your show, your athletic event, your what, whatever your thing is, if you can finish it at the end of the day and say, hey, I really, I really did give it my all today. I, I worked hard and I found where my mistakes could be corrected and I worked on them. And I think that's successful too. Um, I think success is defined as each individual, which I'm glad you asked me what, how I define it as, as Caleb. But I would say being able to hit your goals and at the end of the day, say that I really did everything I could. So that's how I define it. And that's amazing. I think that that's to have your own personal identification for success is so much better than trying to compare to what others, you know, and different professions or even in the world would define success to be like some, it could be money, others, it could be, you know, the home you live in, the car you drive, but 
It's good. And that's why I was curious just to see what your personal definition is. Now, here's something that's also personal to you. What would be a legacy that you would hope to leave one day on this earth, like in your career and your family, just kind of what's what you feel is in your heart already? What would be something you would want to leave behind for future generations? That's a good question. <clears throat> I think for my family to start off is that they're, I mean, they're provided for and they know that they're loved, that their husband or dad or brother or whoever I am to whatever specific member of my family, my wife or my kids or my siblings or my parents, knows that I did everything I could to provide for them and that uh, I love them and what I do is for them. So that's that's a legacy I'd like to leave. As for my career, I just, I, mean, I feel like I'm being repetitive. I just want to be the best. I want people to look at me and say, wow, that's that's where I want to get my career and I want to excel that. I love for people to to have that as their goal. And I, and I, I think I think I can and have le- left a legacy in some places that I can mentor people and say, hey, this is achievable. You can get really good at this. And so I think those two answers would be quite the legacy legacy to leave. I agree. I agree. And thank you for sharing your personal insights and your thoughts. If you could leave any bit of advice to someone who may find themselves just like you, just knowing and having that spark from an early age and having a lot of people around them that are naysayers saying, what? That'll never happen. And they're still inside, like having that hope. What what advice would you give them to to get to that next step in their own personal journey? I would say find the thing you're passionate about and work almost solely on that. And what I mean by that is my example is I found out I was not found out. I knew I was passionate about sports broadcasting and working in in this field, this television field. And so I spent my time and my effort in that. I didn't worry about my history class or I didn't worry about my you know, biology class, because not to be rude, but to me as an individual, I don't care. Uh, That doesn't matter to me. There are people who do care and I want them to excel at that. And so find your thing, find your craft and just go out and do everything you can to get the best at it. And don't worry about the things that don't matter. Now, if you're a, if you're a mathematics person and that's what you want to do, then don't worry about sports broadcasting. And and what I mean by that is every other big decision will come from that. I, I want to master this at sports broadcasting. And so that will affect my family and impact my family and friends. And, uh, and so just, just get really good at what you're passionate about and don't, don't bother the things that you're not. That's so awesome. Caleb Lemming, thank you so, so much for giving me your time. And again, for being willing to share some insights on your life. And I wish you the best. I know you're going to continue to do great things and definitely look forward to to seeing where your journey continues to take you, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. This, this was fun. Thank you for listening to Morrow's Motivational Podcast. Please join us again next time.